Say what? Super heart squeeze. If you're listening to this, that makes me super excited because that means you have tuned in to the Bible Diggers podcast. I'm your host, Emily Dunham, and we're going to be sharing tools to help you dig into God's word to experience our crazy, amazing God. My hope and prayer is that by the end of this podcast, you will have already run off to grab your Bible, notebook, and pen and try these tools yourself. So let's get started. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. I am so glad that you're here and I'm going to be completely honest today. Mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. So it says in the book of Lamentations, I believe. Um, I don't know the exact reference, so I'm going to leave that there. But just a little insight to reality here. I was cranky yesterday. Yep, even my kiddos called me out on it. So thankful for these uh, refining days, right? The days where we are indoors or at least um, not about our usual routines, like going to work or going out and meeting a group of friends or just going out uh, to be amongst more people and to do the regular things. Anyways, um, yeah, yesterday it totally caught me in the back and I allowed my flesh to take over and I got cranky and it was not fun. You know, the the fight against the flesh is so real and um, man, I am looking forward to the glory days where we will no longer have to deal with this outer um, tent, right? Um, we will be in our heavenly bodies with the Lord and all spirit, and I look forward to those days. Until then, I will, um, I just want to encourage you, and I'm fighting for the spirit to be victorious. And I just pray, Lord, that you would be gracious unto us and command victories over your people, right? In the scriptures, it says, command victories over Jacob, O Lord. And I want to put that to us, Lord. Um, Command victories over your servant, Emily, today. And command victories over um, my friends listening to this podcast today. To your children, command victories. We pray that we would be full spirit um, and just alive and well and living, living according to your will, and living wise in these times. Uh, the days are evil, Lord. We are fully aware of that. And we praise you um, because you are victorious and you hold the keys to victory. For your name is Victor. You are victory. And we, we thank you for that. And we, we trust in that. Hmm. God, I'm looking forward to this time just to share this next tool with my friends. To you be all glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today's tool is, now don't panic after I say this, wait for it, draw what you read. Mm Mm-hmm, draw what you read. All right, I just, I told you not to panic. For those of you who are um, having flashbacks to art class or just not very fond of um, coloring or whatever, it's not exactly that. You do not have to be an artist to do the draw what you read tool. 
this tool has helped me immensely. And um, only because when you begin to draw, it causes you to, again, have to ponder and think about what that word means what the verse is saying, what the portion of the scriptures is saying. Now, the beauty of this tool too is that, <laughs> no, get it, beauty, and we're drawing. Anyway, um, sorry about that. The beauty of this tool is that you can use a big chunk of scripture all the way down to just a verse or a few words. Um, when, the, when the word says to meditate on his word day and night. This is a really cool opportunity to help meditate on the word. Now, I'm not saying just grab a coloring sheet and begin to color while you're hearing the word or while you're reading the word. Like, I don't, I don't mean like that. I mean, it's an intentional sketch. It's an, an intentional drawing. So it's, um, I used to call it doodle with purpose, but um, just to simplify, draw what you read. And an example, a couple examples would look something like this. Uh, the last Bible digging class we had, we actually studied or began to use these tools by studying the book of Ezekiel. And if you have ever read the book of Ezekiel, wowzer. I mean, it is intense. It is intense. And um, it is historical. It is prophetic. It is imagery. It is poetry. It is, yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, fascinating piece of scripture. But, and, and you can get a glimpse of that by just opening Ezekiel chapter one. And in fact, I encourage you to do that. Um, if you have your Bible, to go ahead and look at Ezekiel chapter one. And I'm going to thumb through my Bible really quick because I had it open to a different portion, but I want to make sure that you're in the same spot. And maybe you're driving right now. You don't have the chance or the opportunity to actually open your Bible right now, but you're going to go back and check out Ezekiel. So, um, or check out or do the work of this, uh, this new tool when you get to a place where you can sit down and have paper and a pencil and feel free to grab coloring pencils or markers, whatever. So, um, but just to give you an idea, I want to read Ezekiel chapter one. I'm going to start at verse four, and this is in the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. And it says, Ezekiel one, four, I looked and there was a whirlwind coming from the north a huge cloud with fire flashing back and forth and brilliant light all around it. In the center of the fire, there was a gleam like amber. The likeness of four living creatures came from it and this was their appearance. They looked something like humans, but each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight and the soles of their feet were like the hooves of a calf sparkling like the gleam of polished bronze. They had human hands under their wings, on their four sides. All four of them had faces and wings. Okay, I'm not going to continue, but um, that was just a first few verses from four on. But as you can hear, the imagery of what Ezekiel is seeing is something that 
I've never seen the likes of before. And I'm guessing the majority of us have never seen the likes of before. So he is getting the opportunity to see the glory of the Lord. This is where draw what you read. The tool of draw what you read comes into play. You can have, uh, by using your pencil and your paper, you can have an opportunity to try to imagine what Ezekiel is witnessing here, what his vision is, what he is actually seeing. So when it says, I saw a whirlwind of a cloud, right? He's like, I looked and there was a whirlwind coming from the north. So on my paper, I would try to sketch up what does that whirlwind look like? And it's coming from the north. So maybe I'd even write the north with an arrow. A huge cloud with fire flashing back and forth. So maybe in my mind, I see lightning bolts or maybe it's like sparks or bolts of fire or something um, coming out of the sides. I don't want to speak too much into it. I would rather you go and try to draw it, okay? Um, it, it allows you to, what I said this when Joshua says, meditate on the word day and night, this is that opportunity. This is that moment while you're reading the word of God and trying to uh, bring it to vision, trying to see it by penciling it, by penning it, by drawing it with a marker, whatever it be, but sketching out what you believe the word is portraying. It just helps. You're, you're find, you'll find more words rather than just reading it through because your brain will stop and try to try to um, understand what it means when it says there was a gleam like amber. Like, how would you draw that? What would it look like? And maybe you can't draw it. Maybe you're so caught up in the, wow, Lord, I'm not even sure I could take on, take on the intensity of the, the gleam. So trying to sketch that out, like what would that look like? Um, and then after uh, reading Ezekiel, you kind of would have a picture and you could label it like Ezekiel chapter one. And I would love to see it. If you end up reading Ezekiel chapter one and you sketch it out, would you post it somewhere to share with others so that they can see and they can start to maybe implement the draw what you read tool in their studies, right? And um, that's just a, a, a really cool way to do it. Okay, so that's the obvious, right? He's got a vision and you're trying to see it too. A second, another way to do this is just drawing out the word. And drawing out the word means just that. Like your words, the words, when you pen them, actually take on some form of art. And um, it's hard to explain that audibly and not have any visual. So um, just a heads up, what I'm going to probably do is repost these on my Instagram, on Bible Diggers Instagram, so you can see the drop, the word, um, and probably put it on the Facebook for Bible Diggers and you can see it there. And maybe I should even do a blog. I have not blogged on the website in a long time on BibleDiggers.org. So maybe I will do that so you can see some of these pictures. But what I mean by draw up the word is, um, for instance, uh, you can look at some scripture that doesn't necessarily pertain a vision or something that they're trying to see or or give a description of the picture that the person is seeing, but it's just drawing the word of something that um, catches your heart. So when you're doing a catapult tool and you find your digging locations, as I did the other day in 1 Thessalonians 3, um, I instead of... Um, 
or the tool I used for digging them was to meditate on it. So I was drawing what I read, um, helping me to ponder what the scripture was saying, right? So looking at 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, starting at verse 11, it says, Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, just as we do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. And what stuck out to me, and I had made a little note in my Bible and put a little mark on the side in my margin, but what stuck out to me was just kind of wanting to make this part a prayer, especially in these days while we're all at the safer at home situation. So it says, may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another. And we have four kiddos here and my husband and I, so there's six of us. And, um, and my mother-in-law actually lives here too. And I just thought, wow, this should be my prayer right now for my family. Um, And so I kind of personalized it, but kept it the same. And I drew it out and I just started to focus on the words, right? Drawing the words, Father God, like I'm praying to him and I'm asking him, cause increase. And for my word increase, I had the letters get larger so I could ponder that whole concept, like make it grow bigger and bigger. Father God, cause increase and overflow, yeah, and in my head, I imagine just like the cup running over, like more than enough, an overflow of love. And I made a cup with the word love on it for one another, just kind of individualizing the words, like for one another. May we each have this overflow of love, like increase that love in us to overflow for one another. So that was the draw the words, like draw the very words. So um, again, you don't have to be an artist. You don't have to be um, a master of the the pen and paper of ink and drawing and sketch, but just to allow your hand to move over the words. And maybe you're just writing the word um, cause increase and maybe just rewriting over it a couple times as you transfer the word um, from the Bible onto the the paper. Okay, so that's like writing the word. Now, the last one that I would say is um, do the little pictures above the rewritten word or in your Bible. But when you write out and transfer a verse, so if this verse, um, how it became a digging location for myself and just something that hit my heart and I wanted it to be a prayer for me for the week, um, it, what it could do instead is I could write out this verse, right? How we talked about scholar scribe. I could scribe out this verse, but leaving a, if it's on lined paper, leaving an extra space. So double spacing, but father God cause increase and overflow of love for one another and giving it space. So then above each word or faintly on top of the word, taking, um, like a lighter tool or even on top of just drawing whatever little doodles of what those words represent to you, Um, what you think they represent in picture form, okay? So Father God, that's that's the all-creator God. And so maybe a little picture above Father God, I would put, um, I usually do like a cloud with rays and maybe the bottom of a throne because to me, it's, it's his glory is so great and awesome 
that I n- don't see his face, right? Um, so something that would trigger me to realize who I'm talking to, uh, cause increase and maybe um, the increase, maybe I would do that like an arrow getting bigger or um, just a symbol of what would increase look like to me. What does that word look like to me? An overflow. Um, so maybe I would put a little cup above the word overflow and just a little sketch of something tipping out over it. Um, and of love, maybe just simplicity of a heart. And then for one another, uh, I had a good friend, Mary Gardner. She always did stickman figures and hers are so much more fun. I didn't even know like you could create stickmen that just are, have personality and character to them without doing much more to the sketch of a stick man, but she would do great. So sometimes I try to implement just stick figures like a stick man um, for one another. So one and maybe reaching out an arm to the other. So those are just little pictures above the words as I transfer the scripture, but it causes you to meditate on the word. It causes you to have to think um, more in depth of what it is actually saying. And I'll tell you this, it not only causes the meditation to happen there, you're thinking on the word of God, but it also helps memorize the word. Because again, you're transferring like the scholar scribe, you're transferring with handwritten onto another piece of paper, but you're even going one step further. Like you're having to use that other side of the brain to create and to think up a picture for what it is that you're writing down. That's it. Um, from what I can tell you right now for the for this um, draw what you read tool, just a few different ways. Again, I'll try to post some of these on the Instagram, the Bible Diggers page for Instagram and Facebook, and um, maybe even hopefully just get something up on the website too. But would you do me a favor? If you are going to uh, attempt something to, to draw something, remember, you don't have to be an artist. But if you're brave and bold enough to share that with me, I would really love to see those. I would uh, just love for you guys to flood the Facebook Bible Diggers page with your drawings uh, or send me an email at uh, info at BibleDiggers.org and maybe I will share some of those. And of course, if you do Instagram and you take a picture, would you hashtag it with hashtag Bible Diggers um, or hashtag Bible digging tools, Bible diggers tools. Ugh. Okay, just to hashtag Bible diggers tools. <laughs> and we can see those, um, whatever it be. And that's all I have for you today. And um, I am so thankful that I could meet with you. I hope that you are enjoying these tools. I hope that you are able to implement some of them. And I look forward to sharing much more with you next week as we dig into another fun, as we dig into the word with another fun tool. Until then, um, may you continue to experience our crazy, amazing God in his crazy, amazing word. Let me pray with you. Father God, I thank you so much for these sweet friends on the other side. Praise you and I thank you that you're raising up more diggers. May you be glorified as we uh, just marinate and ponder your word through this amazing, amazing truth, the Bible. Thank you, God. You are good in Jesus' holy and awesome name. Amen.
Hi, I just want to thank you so much for listening today. I'm hoping and praying that you've grabbed your Bible, your pen, and your notebook and have already begun to dig into God's crazy, amazing word. If you would like more encouraging content, you can find Bible Diggers at BibleDiggers.org. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, again, at Bible Diggers. I look forward to sharing more Bible digging tools with you and his crazy, amazing word. Until then, be encouraged and press on.